Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always love to talk to Ruth King whenever I can get an opportunity to do so. She's phenomenal. Her uh, insights and uh, views on business are so vital. Uh, by the way, her website, it's uh, ruthking.com. Info and uh, it really covers everything about her. Her writings, her books, critically acclaimed, nationally critically acclaimed. Her uh, work as a as a coach and consultant. Uh, her her videos. Just it's just a wealth of information all in one location. And so, always love having you on, Ruth. Uh, real quickly, let's get into our topic today. As it sounds like a timely one, and maybe controversial. Why don't you uh, set the stage for us? Yeah, there's there's a lot of things that happen at the end of the year, especially with CPAs and some of the recommendations that they make. And I just want to I don't want to make any CPA mad, but I want them to think about before they make these recommendations to ask about cash flow and things along those lines, because sometimes, you know, and they have trust and you all have trust with your um, clients and we, they trust what you say and I want to make sure that you're thinking about doing the things that are not only in the best interest of taxes but the best interest of making sure their businesses survive. So that's one of the controversial topics for today. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting because when you talk to uh, CPAs, you know, to me it's like uh, dealing with the way schools are educating kids, right? They're being educated to pass standardized tests, uh, not necessarily CPAs. (laughs) It almost seems like CPAs are preparing you to survive uh, the IRS but not necessarily have a thriving business. Yeah, I mean, the, the the cash flow mistake is basically you you did really really well this year, and your CPA says to go buy a truck or go buy an asset, which the IRS now has rules about. You know, you can depreciate for a lot of the vehicles, the whole thing, the year you buy it. And so if you spend you know forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars to buy a vehicle and take that off your taxes, that's forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars that you don't have for cash flow for first quarter. And if first quarter is one of your slower quarters, you may want to make sure you um, budget for cash flow to make sure that if you spend this 40, 50, 60, 70, whatever the number is, that you still have enough cash in the bank to survive. And so sometimes that might be a really good idea from a tax perspective. But, you know, as you said, not necessarily a business survival perspective. So just be very careful about that. And we should be really business survival you know, in our thoughts, because this economy, to me, looks like it's going to be protracted for quite a while in a weird place, not a happy place. No, I would agree with that. You know, and, and one of the other biggest cash flow mistakes is you live off your checkbook. You check your checkbook every day, and if there's money in it, you're okay. If there's not money in it, you're not okay. You cannot run your business off your checkbook. It's, it's something that you really and truly have to look at profitability, just not your checkbook. Yeah, and that's the thing I think most uh, kind of shocking the most uh, how many in business do that. And I don't mean, mean just uh, solopreneurs. Um, I guess it's the idea that hope springs eternal, but uh, it doesn't help with those checks. Well, the thing is that, you know, a lot of times when you set up a business, and, I'm, and I've seen four, five, six, ten million dollar businesses still like this, that you set up QuickBooks or whatever else it is on a cash basis because your CPA does your taxes on a cash basis. But every business, unless you totally pay cash for 
absolutely everything you buy instantly and all of your business is COD, that's the only time you can really run your business on a cash basis. The rest of us have receivables, we have payables, we know we may be COD, but we still don't pay our suppliers instantly. Um, so we have some payables, and the reality is is that you have to know what's coming in from a rece- receivables perspective, what's going out from a payables perspective, and none of that shows up in your bank account. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, so what's the next one you got for us? Um, proper cash handling procedures, and, and I look at this – Basically, it's just, you know, it's like brushing your teeth, all right? You know, we do, we brush our teeth twice a day. I'm not asking you to do this twice a day. I'm only asking you to do it once a day, and that's to make sure you look at all of your bank statements online, savings accounts, operating accounts, payroll accounts, um, because you may see silly little things that might seem silly, like, what is this? Um, and you know, I know one of my clients got a payment from some, from a place they didn't recognize and it, they went nuts because we don't recognize this and they find out what it was. It was just a different corporate name for, you know, one of their people who was one of their customers. So the, the bill went to a different name than what the corporate name was. But the reality is, is they didn't know whether somebody was trying to come into their business, put some money in there, hack their accounts and have a banker call them and say, did you authorize this 25000 or 50000 or $75,000 withdrawal? That's not the phone call you want mm-hmm. to get. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. So all the more on the, uh, on the scrutiny and keeping an eye on these things. I think a lot of businesses uh, find themselves flowing the autopilot where they should be asking more questions. What's the next one you've got? Well, let me add one more thing to that if I could, all right? Because sure. when you look uh-huh. at your bank statements, it's not only, you know, bad guys who are in, in foreign countries, but it might be one of your vendors that you wrote a check to that changed a check, change it from like $50 to $500 or something. I've seen this happen over and over and over again. And if you had just written that check, you know what you wrote that check for. You know it for 50 and you see the check clear for 500 Warning bells should be going off in your head. Something's screwy. Either the bank made a mistake or somebody in your vendor's office. Yeah, absolutely. So it's your, it's your cash So that from there. Um, that, that would would be the, the biggest cash flow handling mistakes that are there. And, you know, the article will have all of them in there, so that's okay. Um, the next one really is is that you're not your own bank, all right? And I, you and I have talked about this before, but, you know, save 1% of every dollar that comes in the door. And, you know, if you add $1,000, $10 doesn't seem like a whole lot, but a lot of $1,000 and a lot of $10 add up over a period of time. And then when you get the money in there, just make sure that you keep it in there and keep enough in there to cover slower times. Perhaps your CPA saying to you, hey, you got a tax payment due and it's, you know, $20,000 and you go, "Where? you know, whoops, I'm not going to use what I normally use. Um, but, you know, it, it, those are the types of things where this cash comes in handy so you don't have to worry about getting it. You can do it that way. You can have a recurring revenue program. And we're all part of one. I mean, think about it. If we have a Netflix subscription, we have a gym membership. Um, if you have a cell phone, you're on a monthly payment. I mean, all of us have monthly recurring um, payments. And so you can create one for your business that your customers will uh, appreciate, hopefully, number one. Number two, 
purchased from you on a regular basis with benefits, and you can put some of that money away too. But those, you know, yeah, those, you'd be surprised. I mean, it, they don't have to be expensive. In fact, in some ways, the more affordable they are, uh, the more likely you're to keep the client forever. Yeah, well, the, it's interesting because um, one of my clients, their monthly recurring program is that you, you pay us $50 a year, and literally they pay them $50 a year, and you get 20% off of everything. Yeah, and so great. think about it. You know, all they have to do is buy a thousand dollars worth of stuff, and 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 most of them buy a whole lot more than that. I mean, it pays for themselves quickly, and then mm-hmm. you put that fifty bucks away, and then in your pricing, you make sure that you have the twenty percent, you know, added in so the prices cover that twenty percent. So you, know, you almost become become your own Costco. Yeah. Costco does yeah. that all the time because don't they yeah. make all their money off of their memberships? Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Sam's Club, uh, similar model. Yep. Very cool. And, of course, the last one looks like uh, is your favorite. I, I've heard this more than any suggestion you've given. I think the entire time you've been doing a series with us. Yeah. The thing, I talk about it all the time about saving 1% because it's so easy to do and so easy not to do. And I can't tell you how many of my clients when COVID hit said, thank you very much for making me put money away. I don't have to worry. You know, and it's, we don't think about it. You know, I hope we never, ever, ever have another COVID. However, you know, if we do and you have the money in the bank, you don't have to worry about, you know, keeping a roof over your head or keeping your employees employed or a roof over their head and food on their table either. And we can all get around it, assuming there's enough cash in the bank to cover emergencies. Yeah, I think that's an outstanding suggestion, simple to do. In that way, you you don't have to stop at 1%. It's saying you do at least 1%. It's extremely doable. And for a lot of business owners, for whatever reason, any hard, but I think they'll find it shockingly easy to do 1%. And as you pointed out, it can be a game changer. And nothing else, it helps foster a paradigm shift about uh, the way you think about your money. And you start watching that amount, maybe even create a special account just for the accumulation of that. And I think you'll be amazed. Yeah, I've had so many clients over the years buy assets with that 1%. I'm not talking about a boat or something like that. I'm talking about business assets, not having to go to the bank, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to love that. Final thoughts as we wrap it up. It's so easy to do all of this, and it's so easy not to do it. If you're really serious about having cash flow and positive cash flow and having the cash for emergencies, you know, check your bank accounts, put the 1% away, have a recurring revenue program, and you're well on your way. Just do it. Just do it. Hey, they ought to make that a, a, a slogan for a company. Oh, for you. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. that's a little behind the curve. Yeah, just do it. All right, Ruth King, that's a good mantra for you because that's a lot of what your messaging is about. It really is transformed. You actually take action. And the action you talk about is really doable for business. I love. That's why we love you. Sorry we keep having you on. Ruth King, RuthKing.info. Thanks so much for being with us. My pleasure. I'll talk to you next soon. You bet. I'm Kevin Price. This is the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. Stay tuned for more after this.